Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey, a weekly podcast featuring real and practical spiritual conversations from diverse perspectives here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today, episode 224, Faith in the Increase. And now your host, Reverend Cynthia Alice Anderson. Hello and welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson. I am the host, and I'm here in my home studio today coming to you with a wonderful podcast. So happy to be with you today and happy to have you along my journey, and I'm honored to support your journey as well. So I am acknowledging that you may be listening to this as you drive down the road, as you are working in the office, and we just thank you for being a part of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel family. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of great shows on the channel. And I know many of you now are downloading the show itself, Authentic Spiritual Journey. We have its own channel now because we receive feedback that sometimes people just want to listen to me, and that is beautiful, and we thank you for that. And then I've had other people say they listen to everything on the channel. So we wanted to be able to provide opportunities for both those groups Those that want to listen to everything, just stay on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel and listen to Monique and Donna Bevan Lee. And those who just want Authentic Spiritual Journey now, you can search that specifically, and we'll have you along uh, for the ride just on this particular show. So my name is Cynthia Alice, as I mentioned, and I'm always honored to support you. And today is a really important lesson. And it really builds on last week's, and if you are not a regular listener yet to the show, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to last week's, because last week's show was about release, and this week's title is Faith in the Increase. Faith in the Increase. What we are all in the process of learning, friend, is that we are a soul on the journey. This means that we are growing, we're prospering, we are evolving. And to do that means leaving old ways of doing and being and thinking behind. So we've been in a process of release. We're at Unity North Tampa studying the book 
Seven Spiritual Laws of Release, which is my book I wrote several years ago. And I continue to print. I work with a local printer. I've completely gone around Amazon for this. I had an old copy on Amazon, but the new version is not there. And friends, the bottom line is Amazon is not honoring of giving the authors the proper amount. And if you want to really support the work of local authors, go right to them. And you can buy this on my website. Seven Spiritual Laws of Release is at CynthiaAliceAnderson.com. Go to the tab that says Shop, and we'll be happy to send it to you. Usually, you'll get it within a week. You won't get it quite as fast as Amazon, but when you get it, it'll be sent with a lot of love and with the author actually making more than 12 cents a book. So I'm happy to have you along today. Faith in the Increase is our title, and it is, in fact, a process, right? It is, in fact, a process. If you are in the process of release right now, you know that being in this process takes a great deal of faith. And I want to recap quickly what we talked about last week, just to give you a little bit of awareness in how I'm thinking about today's message. Last week, the power of release, we talked about the fact that you cannot take on new energy while you're still holding on to the old. And we said that this process is often mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Even if the larger aspect is in one particular area, it impacts all the other areas right? Because we know that we are spirit, soul, and body. And we keep coming back to this idea. And I love to affirm that I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. That being said, we know that there's ways we want to grow and prosper. There's ways we want to evolve. To move into new arenas, we have to release the old. Now, after the release, though, something happens. I shared a little bit in my story at the end of last week's show. And basically, the idea is that after we release, that's when the process really begins. It does absolutely take faith to release something, but our thinking around release and then faith in what is next is what I want to talk about today. In our culture, we are so, in general, in the American culture anyway, we're so rooted in what you have and what you own that often we forget that everything we have is a gift from God. The scriptures say, every good and perfect thing comes down from the Father of lights. Right? So sometimes we get really tapped into what we own, and we think that means who we are. So as we practice this power of release and then moving into faith in the increase, we start to know that what matters most is who we are, and things are simply to serve us. But they don't dictate who we are, that we have this real divine identity. We have this real divine identity that, in other words, we are a spiritual being first. You are a soul. You have a body. 
you are a soul. And so when we realize we're on this deeper soul journey, we we become connected, we become in contact and have a dynamic relationship with all that is. It's not like we're praying to some God up in the sky. We have a dynamic relationship with life itself, with God itself, with the universe itself. And so we're learning to operate, even though we live in this third dimensional realm, as people lovingly call it, the 3D. As we live in this third dimensional realm, what we're learning to do is source in God and be on this spiritual journey, right? The spiritual journey where, yes, the journey can go up and down, but we're always rooted in this connection with God. We're always rooted in this connection with our spiritual self, our highest self, what we called in Jesus the Christ. Now, many people listen to this show that aren't Christian. You might call it the Buddha nature. By whatever name, the idea is that we are living in this dynamic relationship with all that is to bring forward this spiritual self of us. So in the spiritual work, what we seek to do is connect with that, is listen to that, and grow in that regard. One of the ways we do that is by practicing spiritual principles. Uh, A dear friend of mine, Dr. Robert Brummett, wrote a book called Finding Yourself in Transition. And I've talked about it many times on the show. Odyssey about having him on the show. He's amazing. He was one of my teachers in school and I just have always loved him. His work and his own personal journey has been amazing. And he's written several books. But his book, Finding Yourself in Transition, is really masterful. And in that book, he says there's basically three levels of transition. There's an ending, there's a void, and there's a beginning. There's an ending, there's a void, and there's a beginning. And he discovered this when him he himself was in a time of transition. I'm mentioning this book right now because as we do the process of release, that kicks off an ending of one energy or one opportunity, and the new one hasn't started yet. So what we're really talking about today, even though the title is Faith in the Increase, we're really talking about managing the void. In other words, the space between the release and the manifestation. The space between the release and the manifestation. You know, when I shared my story this last show about my my prayer mala, you know, I had to pray through what it meant to not have those beads. I had to release attachment to having them. I had to release attachment to people asking about my bees. Where are they? You always wear them. You know, all those kinds of things. And so I had to call upon something in myself before the manifestation happened. And that that aspect I had to call upon was my faith. My faith. 
So sometimes I use affirmations to keep my mind on track. Things like, even though I don't know what's happening right now, I know God is working on my behalf. Even though I don't know what's happening right now, I know God is working on my behalf. Even though I don't know what's next for me, I know God in me knows, my infinite self knows, and I lift my consciousness into this awareness. Even though I can't see the manifestation yet, I'm claiming it, I am calling it forth, and I rest in the knowledge that all is well. I rest in the knowledge that all is well. I have faith in the increase. I have faith that as I practice spiritual principle, as I release, as I put out good into the universe, good will come back to me. Because that is the spiritual law. And that's why we want to affirm, I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. We want to call forth and call up and out that spiritual aspect of us, right? Sorry, I was snapping as I was speaking, if that sounded weird. It's like, I want to, yes, 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 yes. I want to live from this spiritual place. I don't want to just think about it. I don't want to read about somebody else's experience. I want to live a spiritual life. Well, to do that, we practice spiritual principle and we have faith in the increase. We name it. We claim it. We manifest it, right? Have faith in the increase. So what usually happens first after we release is these the thoughts start to go. Is there ever going to be enough? What am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. There's a course I taught many years ago, and the course is actually by David Owen Ritz. That course is called Keys to the Kingdom. Keys to the Kingdom is a wonderful prosperity program. And over the course of that program, there's a lot about, you know, moving energy as well. There's a lot about manifestation. There's a lot about forgiveness. There's a lot of great teachings in that course. And what I did on one of the weeks, I added a little bit to the course when it was talking about giving. He was talking about giving things away and releasing things that you no longer need and taking them to the thrift store, you know, things that are have worn out energy for you. And I do love that teaching. But then I took it a step deeper and said, let's talk about the giveaway. And that's when we We've talked about that a few times on the show as well, where we give something of meaning away, and then we tell another person what the what the story is of that item, and then we ask them to continue the tradition, right? And that was how I received my prayer mala I mentioned last show. So as I'm speaking of all of this, what am I saying? I'm saying there is always going to be enough for you. I'm saying, even when you question it, you can get your mind back on track with the use of affirmation, with the belief that it is so. And I started to tell you about my dear friend, and I was about to get off track, and I want to get back on track and tell you about my dear friend who took that course. It was Keys to the Kingdom, 
and I added a little part about the giveaway. And what happened was that she realized she was attached to an old engagement ring. And I've talked with many, many women over the years. I mean, probably hundreds of women over the years who had been engaged to someone. And when the marriage didn't go forward, they still had the ring. And what they didn't realize is that the longer they held on to the ring, the longer they were putting off their next right relationship. Because there was something that that ring symbolized, and that ring was a connection to the former relationship in an unhealthy way. Now, energy can be shifted and changed, certainly, but this person felt guided to release this ring because she said, this is holding me back. It's like she said, I noticed I was thinking that I was never going to have another engagement, and so I had to hold on to this. And I thought that was a great and deep awareness about something she had held on to that, in fact, no longer was serving her journey or her process emotionally, relationally, you know, certainly not spiritually, because she realized there was a belief that there was not enough of something. In other words, there was a belief in lack. So she talked to me before giving it away, and she said, I have this huge fear coming up. And I started laughing, and she goes, you're laughing. I said, I'm laughing because this is so amazing for your soul. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, this fear that's coming up is such a blessing because this fear is showing you that you are linked to the past. This fear is showing you you're scared to release and move forward. But what I want you to remember is fear is always from the ego. And she said, that's all I need to know. That is all I needed to know. I'm going to release this because I'm ready for my next right relationship. I said, you are. And I said, and you know what? I'm going to be really bold and say, you might even get something nicer than what you're releasing because that's how the universe works. And this is a giveaway and you're going to give this with a lot of joy and a lot of energy. You're going to release this because this is not supposed to stay with you anymore. And this could really bless somebody's life in a way you haven't even discovered yet. So long story short, we had that process of giving away. She did give away that beautiful diamond ring and in fact did get something more beautiful, a diamond necklace, which is something she had always wanted. And she got to give somebody that ring And the person who got that ring had always wanted something like that. So it was an answer to prayer on both sides. And she felt so honored. She felt so heard and seen by this person and by the universe that as she released, more and better manifested for her. Are you hearing this, friends? Having faith in the increase will impact your receiving. As soon as she knew it was hers to release, she was ready to receive. So sometimes as we release the void that I spoke of, those three stages, ending, void, and beginning, the void is is short. 
Sometimes the void is days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months. So we may have to get support in dealing with the void, right? Well, you'll know that. You're, you, the, the folks that listen to this podcast are on it. So I know you're, you're going to do just fine if that's, that ends up happening for you. But do you see how her willingness to release helped activate the faith in the increase? As soon as she got clear, it was like, yes, this is mine to do. That's when the universe can rush in. And then as the waiting happens, we keep our mind and soul on track with the spoken word often, right? I mentioned that earlier, just saying simple statements. God is my source. God, I know you've heard my prayer. My infinite self guides me. I know my manifestation is here now. The thing I dream about, the thing I hope for, I am receiving even in this very moment. God, open my eyes to see all the good around me. God, open my eyes to see this manifestation that is happening now. I have faith in all that is. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I have faith in the increase. I know, God, your will for me is good. And friends, that's one of my absolute favorite statements. God's will for me is good. When the fear comes up after the release, you're going to wonder, is something really going to happen? I want you to affirm. God's will for me is good. God is always working on my behalf. Another favorite statement of mine. I know God is working on my behalf. Now, if there are things you can do to make the manifestation come forward, yes, of course, do that. But oftentimes, after there's a release, there is a waiting period. There is a void. In my experience, almost always, even if the void is only a few days. In the case of receiving my prayer malas, you know, the void was, what, uh, several weeks, four, four, six weeks, something like that. Because I was in a process before I could really release it. Yeah, so it's probably about right. The other thing you may reach out for if you're in the void is support from a friend, a counselor, a minister, you know, reach out for a a coaching session with me. Because if you're doing really big release work, sometimes that void can feel kind of lonely. And I'm a firm believer in we don't have to do this alone. As a matter of fact, I think the journey is way more fun when we are vulnerable and tell someone close to us that is a good supporter of our journey, I think that is a wonderful time to connect and receive support from another. I'm learning more and more in my journey to open up to support. I, I think I've never had this much support that I have now, and it's it's really wonderful. And I think the the reason that's happening is I'm open to receiving it. So when we think about faith, we often think, oh, I wish I had more faith. 
And Unity's teaching on faith is really, really beautiful. Uh, there's another one of my books that I published on the on the Twelve Powers, and the Twelve Powers I co-wrote it, or I had two other authors on the book, Reverend Harold Correa and Hank Lewis, who's a licensed Unity teacher. And those two individuals really practice the Twelve Powers as I do. And the idea of the Twelve Powers is that we have twelve innate spiritual powers. And it's much like the chakras, actually, that there are 12 spiritual centers, energy centers in the body, where these powers reside and can be activated. And one of the first powers I studied was the power of faith. The power of faith. And what I learned is we don't need more faith. In fact, we have all the faith we need. The idea is to activate that faith. Well, your faith is activated. Again, as a reminder, your faith is activated as you follow spiritual principles and release. Then your faith is activated as you wait for the increase. So being on the soul journey at times is a little bit like driving on a road that's being built as you go. The desire is to move forward. You know, the desire is to go forward on the journey. And sometimes we don't know where the next turn is. So it's like as we're driving, then more road appears. Well, that's that's faith in the increase believing that God's will for us is good and that the things that are coming forward are for us to learn and grow. So we've talked about so far in that in that place, in that void, as we're waiting on the increase to use the power of the spoken word. We've also talked about, you know, an affirmation, the power of the spoken word and affirmation. We talked about reaching out to a friend. You may also need to spend time getting your thoughts down on paper so you can see what you're thinking about what's next, because that's going to really give you an insight into where your soul is around this. Some people call this process journaling. I was attempting to stay away from that term because as soon as I say journaling, People want to turn it off and say, well, I don't journal. Just think about it as jotting down a few thoughts on paper. It doesn't have to be an arduous process where you write 25 pages. Do a bullet point list of what you're thinking. It's like, I'm afraid, I'm worried, I'm this, I'm that. And and once you see that, you go, oh, well, I know how to turn that around. This fear has no power over me. I release anxiety and move into love. I help another you know, we can start getting our thoughts on board when we know what's actually there. So sometimes journaling through this process will really help. Just writing down a few thoughts about what's going through your mind as you're waiting on the increase. The number one way that I use when I'm waiting on a manifestation is deep breathing. Once I can get into a deep breath, a deep breathing rhythm, and I do my 50 breaths a day, when I do that, 
then I can do my affirmations. Then my talk with another about it is more centered. Then my talk with another is more about working through it rather than complaining, where is it, right? So for me, breathing is probably number one. Number two would be speaking the creative word or affirmation. And number three would be calling a friend. And number four would probably be jotting it down. But number one, I can't believe I talked about affirmation first. Number one for me is breathing. And when I say breathing, the idea is simply to intend to breathe deeply, and that will change how deeply you're breathing. There's a video on YouTube, and there's one on my website. It's the same video where I was teaching a breathing exercise for an organization, and it should really support your journey if you check that out. It'll talk through the various ways to breathe and to get the breath from the chest breathing down into your belly. And when we're breathing at the level of the, you know, the chest, this this higher chest is really fear breathing. And I had a mentor years ago, Mary Delaney, who taught me a great deal about the breath that that when we're uh when we grow up in homes where we're always wondering when the other shoe was going to drop or, you know, we were worried about our safety. What we learned is to do fear breathing. This is the kind of breath we do when someone pulls out in traffic and we go, <gasps> you know, we catch our breath. Well, most of us are breathing like that all the time. And what we don't realize is this sends, you know, uh, cortisol running through the system and, uh, or rather fear running through the system and and uh it can really impact us negatively in other words we're breathing as if uh we're going to be attacked by a saber-toothed tiger not that we're going to the grocery store and so when you learn to breathe down in your belly and it helps if you have one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly to help get the breath a little bit deeper you will begin to breathe in a different way, more like a baby breathes. If you ever see a little baby, you'll notice their chest hardly moves and it's almost all their belly. They just breathe in and out. And then when you add to that, everybody's trying to have good abs these days, then we're all holding our, our bellies in, right? So so doing deep belly breaths may see, seem counterintuitive at the beginning, but it can really help move you into your body more and for me, breath is spirit. Breath is spirit. So if I can do 50 deep breaths, I feel tremendously connected to spirit, to all that is, to myself. And I'm easily in a space of faith when I do that. So think about that, friends, as you are moving into this space of release and then, and then Release does kick you right into the void. Release can kick you right into the void of feeling like, ah, what's next? So the tools, if you're in this space, if you've released and haven't yet manifested, number one is breathing. Begin doing deeper breath work. And remember, just intending to breathe more deeply helps. 
It's like your body knows what to do if you just make space to do it. And it doesn't take hours a day. As a matter of fact, I'd start with five minutes a day on that breathing. If it feels odd, just take a break and breathe normally. That's number one, breathing. Number two is using that affirmative work, affirming God is my source. God's will for me is good. God is always working on my behalf. Whatever you can use to remind yourself, God loves you. God loves you. Talking with a friend may be helpful. And remember, if you breathe and do your affirmative work first, that talking with with a friend will be more creative. It will remind you. It might even lift them up. And then finally, if you need, jot down a few ideas. It could be bullet points. It could be journaling. Jot down a few ideas of what's in your mind so that you can deal with those thoughts and have a spiritual process of moving through those. And that's your faith that's going to get you through. It is your faith. So having faith in the increase, in other words, believing God's will for me is good, helps get me to the manifestation. So this is our hope for you, friends, that you'll begin to use these spiritual principles to experience all the good that God has for you. We believe God's will for us is good. We believe God loves us and, in fact, gives us all that we need to manifest all the good that we seek, right? So we thank you for listening today. I personally thank you for listening. Thank you for all your financial support. We are... uh, amazed, honored, and delighted at the support we receive. And I really, really thank you from the bottom of my heart for all your support. I also am thrilled when you recommend this to a friend. Please share a YouTube link, a show with a friend. Put it on your social media. Share with those you love and see if they can get spiritual support and upliftment as well. And as always, we hope to see you again very soon. And blessings on the journey, dear friend. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Authentic Spiritual Journey here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Authentic Spiritual Journey is copyright 2022, Cynthia Alice Anderson, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission from RR Hot Publishing. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios. Thank you for listening to the show today, dear friends. I'm always happy to have you along the journey. If you're seeking deeper work, though, I'm going to invite you into one-on-one coaching with me. In my coaching work, I get to glean from my over 30 years of experience of working with individuals and leaders in the community on their spiritual journey. So I have a wealth of information that will help you along the journey, and it will be supportive. It will be supportive of your dreams, goals, and desires, but it will also be confrontive because I am going to help you confront those limiting patterns and beliefs and help you break through those aspects and move into looking at life in a more holistic way. So even though it will be confrontive 
and at times even challenging. You will learn to grow, you will learn to prosper, and you will evolve into the person you have always wanted to be. Friends, the answers lie within you, and I am so honored to help empower you to live that truth and that goodness in the world. If you want to learn more about coaching with me, simply go to CynthiaAllisAnderson.com and go to the coaching section for more information. That's CynthiaAllisAnderson.com and go to coaching. And I'll be happy to set up a one-on-one call so we can discuss how I can best support your journey. Thanks again for joining me today, dear friend, and blessings on the journey.